My name is Jack McLean, I'm the host, and the Get Better Plan is a concept I learned during my time at the Hawthorne Football Club. I work closely with the academy players and I've been implementing similar methods to our Prepare Like a Pro athletes. I want to share this concept with you, our podcast listener. So you might be thinking, how does the Get Better Plan work? Well, each month we review and reflect each athlete's development and work out what is the bottleneck of their physical development, i.e. what is the one thing that is really letting down them to play at their best potential week after week. From there, we pick one lifestyle focus, for example, getting to sleep by 10 p.m., five days a week, and a physical focus, for example, bringing max effort to the key lifts in their gym program. From there, each athlete join me live every week at 5 p.m. Sundays, and I present on a certain topic. The athletes journal their learnings and implementations and reflect each week on what worked and what did for their get better plan. These presentations are recorded for the athletes that missed the presentation, and I wanna share some of the content to you, our wider podcast community. If you're new to the podcast, every week I interview leaders in the AFL and high performance industries live on our YouTube channel. We drop an inspiring and educational podcast every Tuesday and Friday. And on Sundays, I host a live Instagram Q&A answering all questions that were sent to us by a direct message or email through to us. So if you're struggling with increasing your muscle mass, lowering your 2K time trial, or perhaps struggling with improving your 20 meter speed time, send through your questions to our Instagram or email us at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Let's get into today's episode. So welcome to this week's Prepare Like a Pro Get Better Plan. We have third one of 2022. We do them every week or I host one every week at Sunday, usually at five o'clock. I make sure to try and give you guys a heads up if we need to change at any time and they're all recorded as well. So if you missed last week's, which was uh, on how to improve your acceleration, just hit me up. What have we got going on here? The apps. Hold on one second, I'll turn that off. Uh, last week was on acceleration, not only how to improve your acceleration, but also different focus points on acceleration compared to max velocity max velocity being sprinting so the top speed which you don't do as much in football maybe you do one every couple of weeks every two games or so you'd get up to sprinting which is known as above 90 percent of your max velocity so if you can move nine meters per second as your recorded max then that's technical sprinting for you is above eight meters per second where acceleration which is what we discussed last week is how do we get to speed fast which is what you do over short distances as a footballer so you'll hear me all the time talk about your first three steps that's because we do a lot of work on the football field no matter the position you play either if you're an inside mid small forward key position player you're going to need to create space to get away from your opponent or to close down space from your opponent to tackle so you could do anywhere from 30 upwards to 50 accelerations in in a given game so that's uh, something that's a lot more prevalent and therefore more important for your game and that's why strength training for footballers is so critical because every strike we spend a bit more time on the ground with our acceleration to generate momentum it's much more specific to your strength training to help your acceleration. Whereas to improve our maximum velocity, the best thing that we can do is to sprint often. Okay, so to get better at speed, you need to do sprinting. To get better acceleration, you need to do the lifting and power-based lifting in the gym, as well as, of course, practice acceleration on the field. That was last week. If you didn't make it, just hit me up and I'll send you uh, the link of the recording. As we'll do all every presentation this year, 
we'll have a quick 30 second reflection on how well you did on your, on your scene activities, which are things that we do in front of our peers. So think your teammates, those that you go to the gym with, those that you do your running program with, and of course your, your teammates, of course, at the football club. So how well did you train with your footy this week? And then how well did you do with the things that you do away from the football club, uh, which is where we spend a lot of our focus on in the Get Better plan because that's where I think you can get the most amount of return for effort in terms of a competition point of view. Most people, most footballers that are pretty keen to be the best that they can be are doing quite well with the seen activities, but it's the unseen that you can get a real competitive edge and really move the needle, so to speak, with your development. So that's why we'll spend most of our Get Better plan stuff is sort of the stuff that that will improve you away from the club that helps your performance on game day. So just note down, I'll give you guys 30 seconds, note down how well did you do with your scene activities? So all the training that you do at the footy club, did you, would you go give that your all? Was your intensity at a game intensity or above? There's some football drills. What were your intentions for the week? Did you hit them? And then same thing for the unseen activities. Remember the unseen stuff is your sleep routine, your nutrition and the recovery that we do away from the club. What did you do well? Just focus on the things that you did well for this first bit. And then after that, write down some areas of improvement for next week. So maybe you missed a session at your footy club, so you want to make sure you get your both both footy sessions in next week, or maybe your intensity was a bit off. And then for the unseen stuff, maybe you slept really well when you want to keep continue that next week, but your nutrition, you ate out a lot more than normal and you felt that your energy levels were off in between your sessions. So you're going to focus on improving your nutrition and eating more at home homemade meals is just an example. Hi there. My name's Rama and I'm a strength and conditioning coach. I don't think I've ever delved into a piece of Prepare Like a Pro content without feeling absolutely inspired to not only be a better coach, but a better athlete and a better person. With Prepare Like a Pro, I have instantaneous access to a world of in-depth knowledge and expertise from not only Jack McLean himself, but a range of other strength and conditioning coaches, doctors, physios, dietitians, and a whole lot more. There really is nothing like this. And that is why I love being a part of the Prepare Like a Pro Academy community. All right, let's get into this week. So as I mentioned, we're going to focus on running form and what we what optimal running technique should feel and look like. So we've got three main areas when it comes to running, our ankle and foot complex, our hips, and then our torso and head, so our posture. In terms of contact with the ground, this is quite a confusing topic and there's not a lot of hard research on what's wrong or right. But certainly with my philosophy, I'm more leaning towards we want to have majority of our weight in the forefront of our of our body, so more in the midfoot towards our toes opposed to our midfoot towards our heels, okay? So we certainly don't want to have too much weight, I believe, on your heels. We want to try and have majority of that weight over the middle of your foot. So a cue that I use for runners when you're wearing shoes is where your shoelaces are. And that's what we want to practice in the gym as well. Load your, sh- your midfoot, load your, where your shoelaces are located on your on your boot or your runners. And the reason being is that's because that's where our center of our mass is. Now that will change depending on the activity. So if we're focusing on your acceleration, like we talked about last week, and we want to get going, and we then we want to have weight forward of our body because we're trying to generate force really, really quickly. 
Whereas if we're running slowly, which we do a lot in football throughout the game, you'll be you'll do upwards of eight Ks plus of, of slow running, like above two meters per second. That's where we'll have weight back more towards midfoot, towards the heel. So depending on the activity will depend on where the load on our foot should be. And that's why you'll hear me with the with the quick feet drills, like the ladder drills. We're, we're thinking leaning forward at the hips, lean into the toes. So we're leaning into the ankle. And that's why that's so important. So I think toes are our accelerators. If we had a car analogy and our heels are our brakes. So when you decelerate, we want to chuck on the brakes, weight through the heels. When we're running for like a 2K time trial or threshold-based running like 300s, 400s, or just steady transition running on the footy field, maybe a couple plays away from the game, so you're jogging, that's where we want to have our weight between our midfoot and our heel, right in the center of our mass. All right, and, and the reason being is that you're not going to use as much muscle energy with that. It's more efficient, so you're saving your juice for when you do need to accelerate. Hopefully that makes sense, guys. It's really, really important. And, so, and hopefully you have a bit more body awareness now next time when we're running. So if we're doing an aerobic feel-good session, that's a good time to think mid-foot heel. When we're doing our first three steps or our hard 20-meter efforts, acceleration work or repeat speed, and you're accelerating those first 10 meters, we want to think about more weight through our mid-foot towards your toes. Okay, so it just depends on the context of your running. In terms of change of direction, really, really important that you point your feet towards where you want to go. So when you think of doing a shuttle, we don't want our toes still facing the direction that we were going when we started the run. We want to quickly pivot our feet towards the position that we're changing towards. All right, so making sure that your toes are facing towards where you want to go is really, really important for protecting our knees, but also for uh, being efficient with change of direction. And the best players are unbelievably good at swiveling their head, which I'll talk a little bit later on, also changing the direction of their feet. Their feet aren't stuck in the old position of where you were running. They're switching over. And that's where having good range of motion through your ankles and your feet can be really beneficial because you'll have more mobility to be able to quickly move your feet, where if your feet are rigid and stiff, they're going to be less less options uh, for when you change direction. And you're more likely to get stuck in a certain position, which will mean it'll take a bit more time to get out of that position and then re-accelerate. So simply put, just think about when you change direction, make sure that our feet, or maybe when we're doing practicing our starts, are your toes facing the direction that you want to be going towards. Moving over to our hips, as we know, uh, it's the biggest joint in the body and our glutes have the biggest potential for strength, so generating force. So incredibly important for our speed-based running. Depending on the activity like the feet, we'll change our angle on how much we're leaning forward. So when we're, when we're wanting to accelerate and get going fast, you'll be leaning over a fair bit. Where we're, when we're running slow, we want to be moving, uh, having an upright posture. So you're not leaning forward at your hips, you're, you're upright at your hips. The faster we're moving, as you can see in the diagram, the more range of motion required at the hips. Thank you so much for listening to the Prepare Like a Pro Get Better Plan playlist. If you enjoyed this episode and want access to the whole presentation, you can join our academy for as little as $5 per month. Click the link in our show notes or search for Prepare Like a Pro in the Patreon app. I really appreciate your support. To recommend a guest for a future episode or to discuss advertising your brand on the Prepare Like a Pro platform, email me at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.